0: Welcome back to the Love Music Lovers. I'll be doing okay out there. We're doing pretty good in here, uh, mainly because we get to talk about one of my favorite albums of 2020. We're going to be talking about Partners Never Give Up Today and uh, we're going to give you all the info on that on the band. We're going to play some tracks, get you hip to this this absolute rock and roll masterpiece. But uh, really all you need to know going into this is that rock and roll is not dead and it, it is now uh, the kings or queens as it were of rock and roll are now two uh, young gay women up in Canada who are rocking the shit out of out of everything and uh and they have they have done it. They have destroyed <laughs> decades of patriarchy in rock and roll and claimed the title for themselves. So that's what we're doing. Keep it brief. Keep it simple. Just like good rock and roll. If that's, that's what you're feeling today and, and that's your mood, then let's go ahead and get to it. Here we go. Brand new episode of Discologist talking about Partners. Fantastic new album, Never Give Up.
1: Okay.
2: Partners here. And it finishes here. Two men enter. One man. It was merely a two word review. It just said shit sandwich. I won't roll the record up to that last
1: one. That right there is a a the Okay.
0: Hello and welcome. We are, uh, you know, first of all, uh, I want to acknowledge that we are, this is the first thing we're taping in Joe Biden's America.
2: It feels pretty good, guys.
1: It feels it, it, pretty. Good. Yeah, it's
2: way less painful. The last right? conversation the three of us had, we were like trying to make the best of the situation that we were in, and like trying to be optimistic and stuff. But it's yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, and now you can actually be kind of optimistic, kind of. Uh, it works out a little better, uh, and that sort of works out for an album that we're going to be talking about today that landed in my inbox sometime uh, early. When was this, Eduardo? Like, Mar- was a while ago. April, yeah. May, yeah uh been been around we've been listening to it forever uh it honestly is one of the things that has helped get me through this pandemic and would help me get through life normally uh because it is such a uh such a work of joy and 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 is spoiler this is my favorite album of 2020 um there's nothing that comes close uh this is also Uh, And we're going to talk about this a little, the uh, most unsophisticated- This is extremely (laughs) Um, your shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But But also extremely not my shit, if you know me, and extremely uh, compared to a lot of stuff we talked about and a lot of stuff I like, not uh, not far up on the sophistication end, except it is. I'm going to argue that it is. We're talking about partners, never give up. Uh, Partner is a duo uh, from Canada. Uh, Josie Karen and Lucy Niles, two young queer youths, uh, although all their press releases say they are not gay for each other, um, which, you know, (laughs) uh, a hallmark of this band is that they are, um, they're funny. And I I said that band, I said the hallmark of this band, I think a hallmark of these women are that they're funny. And a lot of times we've been accused of being funny in what we do. And that's because I feel like there's, a way you can get through life and look at life and use humor for that. And it it in general makes
1: things better. I mean, would you all agree with that? Humor is, uh, is up there as a, as a coping, you know, right. Strategy.
0: Right. But it, it like it's coping, but it's also like you can point to all these things going on in the world and see how ridiculous they are. And you get down to what, what matters when that presents itself in art. You can get into uh, kind of like jokey schlock and and, th- and there's no difference of value. We're talking about like tenacious D, for example. It's funny, but it's also like <laughs> just absolutely absurd. Uh, but then you get into something uh, like this where it is heartfelt. It is uh, – it expresses the joy that these two people have about just being alive, about being themselves, and the joy of them sharing that with you. I had no idea how we we're going to do this without playing every single song on this album. But but I think I want to start with the thing that uh, you pointed this out a couple of weeks ago, Eduardo, the sweetness of this song that the first time you hear it, you think – that's fucking hilarious, <laughs> but it's it's actually uh, incredibly sweet. It is their ode to rock and roll. This is rock and roll. Well,
3: thanks to rock, I got a reason to live, and there's so much more that rock can my purpose, rock's my dream, but rock's not as simple as it may seem, cause you gotta be honest all the time, so it's gotta be true, and also what's the rhyme, but I don't care if it's on the way to the top, I'm gonna get there, cause rock is my rock, rock's my rock, rock is my rock. Cause rock I bet they tell you, just is dad and some on TV. A rock is a rock, as you can see. A oh, rock is a rock. A rock is a rock. rock is a rock. rock is a rock. Rock, rock. I listen to rock and I stay inside. It's a warm, safe place for a high eyes, So when I am 50, and I'm 52, I hope I'm still rocking. rocking with you guys. rock is rock. A rock is a rock. rock is
0: Okay, First of all, um, all you dudes who have been making cock rock over the past 30 or 40 years, you're you, you now on notice. These ladies are coming for you, right? There's a long history of songs that are just about rock and roll, <laughs> about some ode to rock. But none of them, all of that basically amounts to uh, talking about their cock, like <laughs> of a better word. This is actually celebrating rock and roll.
1: It it is and it has, it's rooted in that. I think why this album works, which you were alluding to, Kevin, is just like the sweetness that's that's there. You know, if if you're just trying to be funny as a musician, it's really easy to come across mean or arrogant or condescending. And it's 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 much harder to like nail that that tone and have and have something about it that's like earnest. Why you know they're earnestly into rock while also pointing out that rock is demanding because it's got to be true and it has to rhyme. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and they're reflecting on the fact that it meant something to that guy they met in Cleveland. And you know it's well, just th-
0: it's, they're reflecting on the fact that he'll tell you it meant something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is. You know, and I don't know if this is an intentional takedown of dudes making rock and roll. I don't even, I don't even feel like it is. I feel it's just like in many cases like better.
1: Yeah, I think I think, you know, knowing I, I don't know much about Windsor other than the fact that if you're from Ohio and you want to have a party where people who aren't 21 can drink. So <laughs> a lot of like fraternities and sororities would would go across the border to Windsor yep. to have their formals or whatever because they're freshmen or sophomores. Uh, couldn't drink it. So they would all go to Windsor. So I think of Windsor as being sort of like an honorary part of like that upper Midwest, you know, Cleveland, Detroit kind of uh, rock line, if you will. Um, so I I read this as being really earnest. And I think, you know, the 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 line that cements it for me comes in at the end, where there's a rhyme, it's, you know, rock is my rock, I wouldn't want to imagine a world without, not you. <laughs> Which would be the rhyme, but rock, <laughs> because she's actually singing to her bandmate about how right they're singing to each other about rock. They're not singing to rock, right? But rather to each other about rock. which right. is- and,
0: and how much better rock and roll has made their lives, and yeah. how much, and, yeah. and how much, and, and that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's the joy uh, that they get to do this for people. Yeah, um, you know they they made this sort of they didn't know what they were going to be doing. They came off uh, a hit EP. Uh, that, uh, they came off a tiny desk concert. Um, so, and, and I think people up until this point have seen them as the funny band, mm-hmm. um, because that's a lot of a skits on
1: that first album.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But they, uh, on this, they tend to get more into, uh, not like the jokes about their sexuality. For example, mm-hmm. they had a big hit, called play the field. Um, there's this song on here that again, dudes, you are just now, you're, you've been put on notice and <laughs> I don't even know how this happened because like for years and years and years and years, you have these songs that are just so like weirdly, uh, we just accept them, but they're like weirdly misogynistic. Right. And they're, they're about like going in a bar and. Hooking up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that nobody until 2020 was able to actually turn this around and not just say, point out how ridiculous that is, but say, look, we are just like you. Uh, the name of the song is Big Gay Hands. Uh, this is my favorite track of the year on the day. some biggest hook of of 2020. If you think about, I was just, David Lee Roth uh, was talking about songwriting with Van Halen. And it was sort of like a ridiculous uh, conversation because when they got to 1984 and further on, especially like Sammy Hagar, they locked in on this thing. Like, let's have these weird like sex songs. Right, that are sort of like this, and say things like "I saw that cue in your hand. I wonder what you can do." Where it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense here, but it's it's exactly the same. And then you get to that fucking you're a hottie, but like that is perfect writing, and like you you just haven't seen that anywhere. And I certainly, I honestly wouldn't have expected that from them because that is so like in the trenches, just like what. Is it just treated as normal because it is?
1: I like the line. Uh, I like the line later about. I think it's you make a tall kid look like they're regular sized or something. Yeah. Like, that. <laughs> like it's such a, you know, such a. a an okay accomplishment, but it's being celebrated in the context of the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and it takes these, what, what these songs
0: used to do, I'm thinking about other Canadian greats like Loverboy, for example, <laughs> is that they would, they would write these songs that are just ridiculous that end up being just about uh, the dudes, like their dicks and, and male dominance or whatever. And you can take, you know, the guitar as their dick. We're, we're going to get to that in a, in a minute yeah. here. Um, but uh, you know, it it didn't ever have to be like that. We're in a better world now. We're in Joe Biden's America. Where <laughs> where where people can come and be like, you know, I know all you MAGA shits don't understand
1: this, but us two gay girls, we like to go hook up at bars too. Well, first of all, that that you know, the way that song plays is it almost plays like an origin story, which, you know, I I realize they're not a couple, but it does play like as a like, you know here's the two versions of the story of the night we met and that that makes it that you know adds to the the sweetness the fact that they're working in such in an idiom that is so like even when it's done ironically by like the darkness it's still pretty dude oriented oh yeah um and and so the fact that like something that's this glaringly like heteronormative and like just dripping and like you know, a, a, I think to most of us, like a dated form of masculinity, like that it had never been sort of flipped, um, the way they do here. Um, it's just, it, 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 it really makes the album play like, um, like a discovery where like every song you're sort of like relearning the idiom, but kind of, you know, appreciating the different context and the different message.
0: Well, and appreciating the fact that like it, it apparently could have always been better. Yeah. It could have been better than what it was. We, there so are be, some
1: very impressive guitar solos. on the, I, sh- they, I shouldn't say some. Like, the, like each song has one awesome guitar solo.
0: Yeah. yeah, Pretty they, much. They, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Josie is, is just an amazing guitar player. Yeah. And there's a track on here that sort of is an ode to that. And this is where we get into like how you use hu- humor. You know, another big band uh, that I feel like they have a lot in common, at least the earlier version of this band, um, was Bare Naked Ladies. And if you go back and listen to that album, Gordon, which was was that I can't remember if that was their first or they had an EP before it, but it was their first one that like American audiences really latched onto. Uh had a great song called Brian Wilson on it, uh, which was in an album full of joke songs, a very serious song about mental illness. Uh and and you see though how uh they're pulling from this sort of Canadian history of of being able to be kind and funny but having to be about stuff and, uh, and, and this though is pairing those two by telling what you were talking about an origin story and this is the origin story of Josie's guitar and every other song that has been written like this by a dude I, I keep saying it is about their dick and finally we have one that is Honestly, about her guitar, which is deserved. Guitars are fucking fantastic. Uh, this is honey.
2: As you guys know, it, it is not my wheelhouse. Um, nope. But I got even for me. I mean, that just rocks. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's. I mean, just to talk, like I, I do like a lot of. I don't like a lot of rock music. You know, I'm going to be straightforward about that. But I do like a lot of metal. I do like a lot of like heavier uh, kind of guitar-oriented music. So, so, that is like a little bit within it. But just like yeah, it just fucking rocks. And I gotta love it. And it's like. I mean, you know, you've already made the the clear comparison of of what a guitar sometimes represents in bad Mm -hmm. dude rock. Um, You know, to have one that where the entire, like, even the knob references in that song are actually the knobs on your guitar. Like,
0: (laughs) it is being (laughs) literally. Right. It's It's so so pure, but then it has sort of that that Liz Fair, like, honey going down. Like, yeah.
2: It's just. Like on at every single turn, they're beaten dudes at their own game, yeah, and it's an interesting thing, you know and I'm glad you mentioned Liz fair because like one thing that this does um bring to mind a little bit is some of the riot girl stuff for me um you know, I was deep in the punk scene in the nineties um and um you know the riot girl scene was a big part of that, and um you know particularly i mean most of most of my friends were women, um you know were female identified at the time, and um, you know, so there was a lot of that stuff, and this is—I mean, it, it's that so it, it's the fierceness that was kind of brought, um, you know, by some of those women in that era. Um, it's so so good. It's, a lot of them, some of them were using some of the humor, but I think kind of like pulling all those things together as well as this is is doing is it's a pretty incredible accomplishment.
1: It, it you know the way that the punchline I think at the end of the third verse comes in where it's sort of like is that what I think it is. And, and the band responds like in chorus, you know, yes, it definitely is. (laughs) It's just such a great, um, and it's not, it's not great because it's like smooth. In fact, it's a little bit dorky. It like doesn't, you know, it's it's sort of dorky. Yeah. It's like, it's overwrought and, uh, and it's, it, but it's, it's really well played. And I think that's the, that's exactly the, like the internal dynamics that allow this record to succeed is that there's a lot of heart in it. Um, there's just enough kind of smarts and brains, um, to bring that, that humor in. And it ends up being just a really, um, I think you use joy at the beginning of the, like at the top of the show, Kevin. And, and, and that to me is like, this has been my, this has been my running album since, you know, since pretty much we got the advance, I think, um, to the point where like, I'm hearing that and I'm like, okay, I would be, I would be like turning the reservoir and sort of like. Making a right turn onto the Howard Campus by the Dentistry School there, um, but that's how much of a sense of place this record now has for me. Like it's just it's just thirty minutes of like perfect energy.
0: Yeah, and you know a lot of times with comedy, we we think of comedy as something that is brought about by pain, and a lot of times uh, a thing is funny because it's so painful. Um, that song especially, what's devoid on the, of on this album, what's missing here and or not missing, it's. Great. I'm grateful that it's not there. Is that pain? They somehow ma- managed to make it funny by keeping it completely like pure.
2: You know, that's it, one of the things. Oh, sorry, go ahead and finish. Go, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, it's one of the things, you know, you've been hearing a lot recently, um, you know, with the renewed emphasis on Black Lives Matter. Um, A few weeks after that was kind of really kicking in when suddenly, you know, you were seeing everybody in like all the white people in social media were talking about reading these particular books, you know, and they're all kind of focused on black pain. Um, and I remember seeing a few posts, um, you know, by black authors, black artists, um, whatever at the time kind of saying like, Hey, you know, there's a whole lot more to our lives than just the pain that you're looking at here. Like read our joyous art, you know, read our joyous books, listen to our joyous music. Like, you know, we're complex people also. And and you're just looking at this one side. And I think that the same can be said where a lot of people, I mean, let's be honest the l g b t q plus population faces a lot of challenges in this country um you know I don't know as much about exactly you know the area that they live in, but you know Canada might be a little bit more open minded in some ways, but it's not a huge difference um and there's a lot of parts of the queer life that are not easy um but that's not the focus here at all and it and yet it's not just like you know lascivious um like Celebration of just the kind of like more like gluttonous sides um, of that lifestyle, either, you know.
0: I I, I take this song for example, this is a good place to hide. Who amongst us had uh, – Kevin will absolutely love a song that sounds exactly like a Rush song on their <laughs> bingo cards <laughs> because as people who have been listening to this for however long know, I'm not a fan of Rush, but uh, – or I am, I'm a fan of Rush, the concept, just not the music that comes out of it. But I, I feel like they're Canadian and so they have to like basically have some Rush in them and it comes out and, and they crush it.
1: Yeah, there's there's a couple there's some genre playing that goes on, you know, couldn't couldn't forget sort of goes into like a sort of like almost like a um like a faux hillbilly honky scronk kind of uh country lament. I, it's actually a celebration, I guess, of uh of her of her her, her recollection of the act of coitus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> while she can't remember, you know, her Amazon Prime passwords. Um but um and and I think um the song right after that one too, Here I Am World has like such great production and such great pop instincts behind it. Like that's actually a song that like could, you know, sort of serve as a as an antidote to like um, a sort of vile song like Rocket Queen or something like that. Because um, there seems to be a like, they sort of, they evoke Sweet Child of Mine in the opener, I think. There's a line about... Um, a safe place to hide, uh, I believe. <laughs> I believe, and so um, and so when and so by the time you get to the end, you know these songs. The uh, it's it's not all jokey, right? The songs the songs acquire some depth and they acquire some some heft. I think. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's back to sort of my original point of, of that. Like there is there has always existed a better version of this type of music and we're just it just has not been unveiled until 2020. Mm-hmm. So all the things that happened in 2020 like the, this is this is what happens like I I'm not going to make the argument it's worth it. <laughs> it's, it's worth all the pain, but it is it is sort of a, a an extremely welcome surprise. Uh something that I I personally I could never have seen this coming from anybody. I I think the music industry is far too cynical uh for stuff like this, musicians uh it's just there's so much uh comfort we keep saying joy uh and and skill on display here that 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 that's rare
1: there's a real there's a real risk that this that the cover i mean and and for all I know, like for all i know we're we're doing it now, but I think there's a real risk that like the coverage of this album won't do it justice, and we'll yeah. try to position them as like a sort of response to Japan droids or something like that as like, sort of like earnest cis rock instead of earnest bro rock, um, uh, SIS, not CIS, but, um, the, and so, and so I, I I sort of struggle a little bit with like, are people going to be able to enjoy this on its own terms as like, as, as really, um, kind of a flu, like, uh, a fluid commentary on, um, this genre of music and on its capacity to like make people happy, um, and bring them together. Or are they going to try to situate it? I think too much in the context of like, Oh, indie rock is too bro-y. And so now, you know, here come, here come partner. And, and I don't know that they view themselves as being, I mean, I think we should all be in opposition to Japan droids. I don't know that they're (laughs) positioning themselves that way. And I don't think we should talk about them that way necessarily.
0: No, and, and and I don't think this is some kind of mission statement from them either. I, I think I think that's a good point that you make there. That there's a lot of people that are going to try to put this band or this album uh, neatly in some box, silo it off in a genre, uh, and and label it kind of not serious. Um, because it's it's rock and roll. Uh, it can be, uh, oh, it's indie rock. It can be, it's, it's it's funny rock. And like, oh, those are those like lesbian rockers from Canada. All of that is wrong because, uh, and it has always been a mistake to do stuff, do, do that to albums because this is, for me, I, I mean, this is as powerful and serious and sophisticated as any of the albums that we've discussed like this year period. This is, on a level on a different level of something and wes is going to cringe here of something like harmony of difference and and the energy that it puts into the world and how it lets us gives us space to actually reflect on like oh are are we experiencing joy are we are we capable of experiencing joy you know why haven't we experienced joy in so long the answer is Trump, but that's, that's out of here, man. But you know, when you, when you get a, like a gift like this put in front of you, you really need to take the time to look at it, appreciate it, and then appreciate how it like integrates into your life and, and look at the reasons why it wasn't there before. And
1: so that's what I hope people do with this. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think the timing is, you know, I don't, I, Um, as Wes said, like, I can't speak to what, you know, I don't, I don't know Canada that well. I assume there are places like my, my, my go-to Canadian small town, Red Deer, Alberta, uh, which produces hockey players at like an extraordinary per capita rate. Um, I'm betting Red Deer is a little bit of, uh, you know, not, not a great place to be. If you're like a queer teenager trying to figure out how to um, especially if you really want to rock and if you're better yeah. at it than most of the dudes are, that's probably not a very hospitable climb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, the point is, get this, get this in your life. Uh, this is, this is just, we said never right give up. The as they say, never give up, never. I mean, never give up on that something like this can happen. That yeah. you, you didn't, you know, I like one of my favorite all time albums of all time and and what, in large part this thing is based on this whole site podcast is Boston's third stage. <laughs> and to bring it back around to that, the reason the reason is that because and look, that has all the misogyny, all the problems that we've been talking about. For one, it starts with one lady who he's romancing and then ends with another lady, even though they the whole album's about how he's becoming a better man for Amanda, but Holly Ann wins in the end. I don't know what that's about but we put at least eight hours of tape down where we talk about <laughs> it. But what I'm saying is, is that I love that because of of the joy it it gives me and you can hear the joy in creating it. It was created with abandon and not intended to harm anybody at any point. Uh, As a pure love of rock and roll music, and I think that's what uh, these ladies have going on here. So, so go out and get it. We're going to take a quick break.
3: Come back and then we'll finish up the show. A brand new scary, sweet surprise.
0: big thanks to Ed and Wes for hanging out and talking about that and uh, big thanks to you for uh, for hanging out and listening to it. I hope you love this album now as much as I love it. I hope you've gone out and bought it. I hope you're you're rocking it. You're like you're just waiting to the end of this to push play on it because it is absolutely fantastic. If there's anything we need in this fucking shitstorm of a year, it is joy and this has uh, this has every bit of joy that you could you could ever want, need um, or even imagine So uh, congratulations to Partner They fucking killed it uh, And uh look forward to uh, Someday seeing them play this In front of people uh, But at the very least they're going to they're going to be rocking for a long long time to come. Uh, that is it for this episode of Discologist. If you like what you heard, go out and find an artist, a venue, a restaurant, somebody in your community that needs help, and help them. Uh, whether that is with uh, you know lending a hand, like a physical hand, whether that is, as long as it's safe, you got to be wearing a mask and all that, or as giving them money, uh, you can donate. A lot of people run Patreons, or it's just buying food from a local restaurant. Like, I'm going to go get a breakfast sandwich after I tape this now. And uh, and not because I need it, uh, but because I can and because they need it, uh, because without our support, none of these places are going to be open on the back side of this. Also, uh, I want to say, uh, we are this is coming out right before Thanksgiving, and look, I know you miss your families, I know uh, I know this is hard. The, the vaccine is right around the corner. It's not gonna solve everything, but we're almost through it. Just stay the fuck at home and wear a mask and we will get through this together because we want you on the other side of it so um and and you you don't want to risk killing your family members you couldn't live with that you know you couldn't live with that uh so so don't don't take the risk we're not we were supposed to have our family here uh thanksgiving like we always do and we're not and it sucks, but it would suck a whole lot worse if uh, Daria's mom and her wife were uh, dead So, so do the right thing is what I'm saying Coming up in the next few weeks, we're going to get to episode 500 Going to be talking about, there's a new jazz album that's coming out, Force Majeure uh, Just that, just landed on my schedule uh, Going to have uh, a special guest coming up pretty soon He wrote a fantastic book, so look forward to that I'm not going to tell you right now Spoilers But uh, And then uh, Some fun stuff In episode 500 So uh, Continue to stay safe out there And we will continue To stay safe in here And we will all Get through this together Talk to you in a few short days See you soon
3: Get no me